I'm an American board certified OBGYN, a mom, a Muslim, and I'm talking about sex. This is the Muslim Sex Podcast. Welcome to the Muslim Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sada Flody, and today we're so lucky to have Dr. Sharon McLaughlin here with us today. And Dr. McLaughlin is going to talk to us a little bit about focus and fulfillment for women. So, hey, Dr. McLaughlin, how are you today? To say this. Thanks so much for having me here today. I think focus and fulfillment is a great topic. And you know, we had talked about this ahead of time. I think a lot of our lives are go, go, go. And we can't, that's not sustainable. And I think that we have a tendency as women to just fill up our lives with everything imaginable and until it gets to the point that it's just too much. So my whole idea of the company that I started, MindLell, was actually to take breaks, to take breaks and kind of um, just let your mind quiet down and really reassess what you want rather than being on that hamster wheel of go, go, go. So I think one of the things that you, I think it always starts off with awareness. Like if you feel like you're being, like you're overwhelmed right now, you're not sure of the direction that you're heading in. The first thing is awareness you already have these feelings. Like, I feel like there's too much going on. I feel like there's overwhelm. I don't have any time for myself. I was at a family party yesterday. And one of the my friends from medical school, she said to me, I just feel like I have no time for myself. And I think so many of us feel this way, in all honesty. Like I was mentioning, we fill up our time with everything. So then how do you stop? Always goes back to saying no. Like really, I think one of the things that we can do is a time audit. Over the course of today and the next few days, audit your time. Where are you spending the time? Whether it's phone calls, traveling, you know, taking the kids back and forth, whatever it is in your life, how much work. Um, obviously, you have to work. And when you are working for somebody, your time is dedicated to them. But I mean, outside of that, how are you spending your mornings? What are you doing when you come home? Preparing meals, social media, all of that. Really track your time. Notice how you're spending your time. And then from there, you know, you'll reassess, do that for like at least three days, if not a full week. And then from there, look at what you're doing. Where could you kind of shave off time? I'm just going to use the example of like, you know, taking the kids back and forth. Could you carpool? Would it be feasible to carpool? You know, you take the kids one way and then have somebody else take the kids another way. Meal deliveries, meal prep, whatever you're doing with your time, Social media, does it have to be this? You know, I think social media is great, but it's also a time sucker. We know that it's mm -hmm. actually designed to suck our time. People, the companies want us to be on it, right? So it's designed specifically for like almost an addiction. Yeah. So go on it, but then be very intentional. I want to see this one. I want to see that one. Or I'll spend just 10 minutes posting. And maybe you even have to set a timer. There are certain things that you can do that you could still do what you're doing, but just limit it, you know? So, and you really won't have an idea of what you're doing, how long you're doing it. Um, I know like on my, my phone, I have a screen thing that comes up like once a week, I'm on social media for X amount. But I think social media is a huge thing that we just take for granted that we don't even realize, you know, like something like TikTok, you, I'm just going to go on for a few minutes. Um, somebody had said this to me yesterday too. I go on for like just a few minutes and before I know it, an hour has gone by. Like it's Absolutely. purposely designed for that. So that's a real problem. Just really being aware of your time. One of the things that I've done, and it's not for the general public, it's for people who are small business owners. 
it's a journal for time tracking. Like where are you spending your time actually mm-hmm. setting up goals? Like what, and, but this can apply to your life as well. Yeah. Just don't buy the journal. Where, what do you want to be like a month from now? Like, what is it that you feel like, like set a goal for yourself or an intention and then really, what can you do to break it down like week to week? What can you do to break it down day to day? If you want more time for yourself, it's up to you to set the precedent of how you want to spend that time. So I know we're jumping around a lot here, but it really is a matter of, you know, let's reassess. Let's do the uh, summary. How are you spending your time? And then looking at where you're spending your time and, and how you can make that more efficient for yourself so that you have more downtime. Because if you're saying to yourself, I just don't have any time, which so many of us do, that's a problem and that's not sustainable. And then, you know, we're both physicians. We'll go on to how that's not good for our, our bodies. You know, we're more out to have chronic diseases. So all of those things we can talk about. Sure. Where do you want to focus in on? <laughs> so, yes, that was definitely a lot. And I'm so excited to get into the topic. But just for those listeners that... Um, haven't met you yet. Um, can you give us a little bit of uh, just, you know, let the listeners know who you are and the community you created on Facebook and just talk to us a little bit about that. Okay. Trained in plastic surgery, always thought I would be a physician, really struggled. Grades were not easy for me, but I struggled and I was able to get in and I'm so proud of myself for that. Did plastic surgery for about 12 years and started getting like, this just, this isn't right. This isn't sustainable for me. I felt like I couldn't be a good wife, a good mother. Um, I had the practice for myself. I wasn't with, you know, I wasn't in a partnership, managing the staff, doing the emergencies. It got to the point that I was just like, you know, I don't know if I can do this another 10 years. And everyone I, I felt like around me was just like, you should be so grateful for what you had. And it wasn't until my dad got sick, like there's usually some turning point, whether it's in a relationship or a job, whatever it is, um, some turning point that really like, not the last straw that breaks, you know, there's some turning point. And so my dad being sick and he was older and I had a great life, but it really made me wonder like, is this, eventually we're all going to die. And I wanted to spend time with him, but I still felt like I was being pulled here and there. And the bottom line is I asked myself, I've done this for over 10 years now. Can I do this another 10 years? And I knew the answer was no. I just didn't know how to go about changing it because at the time, they really weren't, there were mentors, but I didn't know about mentors. There was coaching, but for, it wasn't really like life coaching wasn't a big thing back then. And I just didn't know where to turn. Like I was a doctor. So many people had struggled to get into medical school. We were supposed like society told us that we're supposed to be so grateful. We're supposed to continue on this path, you know, that it took a lot of money to train you. And so like, how dare you give up on it? How dare you give up on yourself? But I just felt totally burnt out. I never thought about hurting myself. There are people that I've come across that have said I needed to get out because I was going to hurt myself. I felt like that. And that was never me, but I just knew that this was not making me happy and that I wanted to change something. I just like what we're talking about. So I think this is why I focus in on it now in my business, but just that go, 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 like we're in a rat race, you know, and so that had me thinking. So I, I took a job in utilization management working for an insurance company. And I kind of felt like I jumped. I jumped without really having a coach, a mentorship. And I just took like the first job that came along. And honestly, within a few weeks, I knew that this was not for me. But I also thought that, you know, I can't jump again. Just stay here learn it. It's a stepping stone. Learn what you can. And then 
go somewhere else. And that's what I did. I stayed there for over a year. And on my, just about my year anniversary, I left and uh, over my year anniversary, but just a few days longer than that. And um, I went to another company. I did some soul searching during that time. I, I did a lot of creativity, like things that I wanted to do. I have a history of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So I had mastectomies when I was older because I was exposed to radiation in my chest. And I could never really found lingerie that made me feel sexy. So I started a lingerie company for women mm. that have had breast cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, but doing that, I it, like, I, I produce products, but I didn't know anything about marketing and selling them. So it was easy enough for me to produce. You know, I, I found that out and I was actually happy with the style. When it came to marketing, I had no idea. I felt totally clueless. And I, and then I told me, I was just like, I know how to make money as a physician. That's what I trained for. So I went back to utilization management. And I've been with that company now for about eight years. And during that time there, I was just like, you know, it's the same thing. You work for people. It's a corporate environment. It was a nice community. Um, the company itself has now been taken over by another larger company. So I think things have changed. But at the time, I really enjoyed working for that company. And but I started getting bored again. Like I really wanted to do some side businesses. I wanted to meet people that were doing different things. And so I started a Facebook group Mm. and it was really slow at first. You know, I, I, again, I didn't know anything about starting a Facebook group. I didn't like Google. How do you start a Facebook group? What do you do? I just played around with it. And I noticed that the numbers were increasing, but I didn't, it's not like I devoted a lot of time to it. It's just something on the side but at the same time, it was crickets. Like I would post, but there really weren't a lot of comments. Mm. And I would just do this, just kept on going. It Something felt right about it. It felt good. And um, and the numbers helped, you know, the numbers going up, even though there wasn't a lot of what I call engagement or interaction yeah. going on. Yeah. But I persisted and, and it has grown. And it's something that I look back on and I'm very thankful that I had the, the group. I still am. Mm-hmm. That was one of the reasons why I did the journal. I, I um I saw people that were lost, like they didn't really know, I have an idea about where do I go, or I have an idea, I kind of know what to do, but I just don't have time. Yeah. And so I think a lot of us, like, oh, this goes back to how do we spend our time, and what do we say no to, and what do we prioritize? And and yes, that takes place in business, but it also takes place in our own lives. Sure, sure. What year did you establish that community? I'm just wondering. I think it's been four years now, maybe okay. five. Yeah, I don't. I know people will say, "Oh, you have eight. They know the number, and I'm like, I don't even look at the number. I just it is what it is. You know, it's as long as I feel like it's serving a purpose, and I yeah. do. I, I do get messages that it has helped. I see that it help has helped. You know, there's different comments and stuff being made in the group, and as long as that's still happening, where I feel like people are getting along, there's nothing like we're tearing each other apart or people have just left. I'll continue it because I do think that it serves a purpose for that. It's a place where we can come where there's no strings attached. Um, you don't have to pay for it. There's no membership. I wanted a place for women in business, or women physicians to come and learn about business with no strings attached. Just if we shared our common knowledge, we could make connections. Yeah. So I think if you have like a group like that, like one of the things I have, there, there are themes that I, I do within the group. Like this year is all about making connections because I feel like connections have helped me so much. It's just yeah. why we're I'm here on this podcast right now because of connections that I've made. And no matter where you are in life, we need to be with other people. We're social animals or however you want to say it. 
And whether you run, like for me, it's all about running a business, but the communities, right? Like our lives depend very much on the communities that we're in. Otherwise, what is life, right? It's all about making connections. So that's the theme this year in 2022 is to make connections and partnerships and collaborations and see where that takes you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. So so in terms of collaborations, have you done, um, I've seen that you've done a few collaborations. Um, which ones have you done that you've enjoyed the most? The most, I'd have to say, just podcasts coming on, because I actually do like a one-on-one where you'll speak a little ahead of time, we'll speak a little afterwards. Those are always by far my favorite, because in general, although I, I'm out on social media, I may seem like an extrovert. I'm not. I'm, I'm truly an introvert. And rooms that have a lot of people in it, I do better like one-on-one, small, like I love small dinner parties, things like that, rather than like big parties. So these are, will always be my favorite, because I feel like I really truly get to meet people. And other things, um, one of the foundations that I work with, it's my great nephew's foundation. It's called Pledge for Pearson. Mm. It has to do with mitochondrial diseases. So he was born with uh, Pearson's disease. We didn't know it initially. He was diagnosed a few months later. But mitochondria are necessary for energy. And sometimes there's a a deficit in the DNA itself. It's called the mtDNA. And the prognosis is not good at all. And one of the things that we can work on as physicians, as scientists, is mitochondrial diseases. There's been very little progress in it. So we have a, I don't have it, but I've worked with a foundation and I've raised money for it. And that I think, I'm, that is a, something that I'm very proud of. I always said to myself, I wouldn't monetize FPE. I wanted it to be a free place. But we've done some fundraising for it and some f- affiliate work as well. And, and that is something I'm truly am proud of and just you know whether it's summits just getting people together it's always about getting people together networking learning and like learning and growing together because again we can go so much further together we may not go as fast like obviously when you work by yourself you can go faster but you may you're probably not going to go as far really not because connections will save you a lot of time in the long run you may feel like you're going further by yourself um, initially but I always believe I'll bring it back to connections and collaboration. Yeah, yeah. So how about in your own life? Where have you found focus and fulfillment? In my own life, when I was experiencing the burnout, yes, it was my career, but it also brought it into my own life as well. Really just stepping back and saying, you know, what do I want to do for myself? What's going to make me happy? Years ago, I used to work out and I had stopped that. And I've gotten into just long walks, long walks in the morning, listening to an audiobook. I believe so much in self-development, whether you're a career woman or not, or whatever you're doing, yeah. I believe truly in, in self-development. And the reason for that is if you don't grow, you're pretty much stagnant because people yeah. around you are growing. So take the time to whatever your interests are. You know, you, there's always going to be some books, some podcasts, audio book that, you know, will bring fulfillment into your life. Um, just out of, a, how do I say it? The work starts within. It yeah. always starts within. You can't expect other people to make you happy. You know, you could say other people are making me unhappy, but, and the same thing, other people are making me happy, but that's not really true. It starts from within as first. Like you have to be happy with yourself. And then look around. It comes into relationships too. You know, it's great to be with somebody else. But if you feel like maybe you've grown apart, you're no longer aligned, then really, you know, you have to look into that. Like, why is that happening? Is it you growing? Sometimes people move in different directions. You know that relationships are work, right? Nothing comes easy. Yeah. So if you're both working together and you both want to be with each other, 
that's a great thing. But if not, then it's time to reassess that as well. And it always comes down to just making time. What are you making your time for? Relationships require time, whether it's going out to eat, whether it's long walks together, you know, just having the communication. Sure, sure, sure. So can you tell me a little bit more about your book, your journal that you just came out with? Yeah, the the book itself was an idea because I've seen it in my group. Like I thought there was a need for it. And I was looking around, I didn't really feel, find anything to, um, along those lines. I saw gratitude journals, but this is a little bit different. It's, it's for six weeks. You plan out your intention for six weeks. You break it down week after week. There's a daily check-in as far as like affirmations, gratitude, business strategy for the day, a schedule, like where there's start and end times. And the reason why I do that is because again, I think we lose focus of yeah. you know how we're spending our time. So if you wanted to do something where you're spending your time doing it, right? Like how long? And not to say, okay, I'm going to do this today and then have look at the clock and realize that two hours have gone by. That's a problem. You want start and end times and to really to monitor that. And then there's also, I believe in journaling, like writing down our thoughts on paper. And that's been shown, like even writing down your goals is very different than just saying a goal. When you write it down, um, well, first of all, there's different processes that we use. Moving, the movement, we're seeing it. So our brains actually work differently than just saying it in our heads or mm-hmm. saying it out loud. Um, and then the other thing is the accountability. When you tell people, it's a little bit different as well. But so there's there's journal prompts. Some people don't know how to journal. So I have some journal prompts, and it's related all about your small business. There's an ebook um, version of it. I don't think it does it any justice. I really have to be honest with you. Like I did it because I know people like ebooks, and everything is in there as far as the questions, the journals but it's very different. Uh, I have a copy over there. There's, it's very different when it's printed out and you're actually writing it out again. I think even if you do a notebook, it's just nice to have everything all together. Yeah. So that's, that's the idea of the journal. That's great. So where, like, for example, if somebody wanted to buy your journal, where would they buy it? The website is MindLull, M-I-N-D-L-U, and then the space lull, whatever. <laughs> On a website, it's mind, M-I-N-D-L-U-L-L.com, mindlull.com. Oh, okay. All right. And um, so where do you think you're going to go next? What do you, what are your next projects you think? I want to expand on this. This one is only a six week journal. I want to do longer. Will I do a course? Probably not. Um, uh, what I'll probably do is I don't really, I don't see myself doing a paid course, but perhaps, but like, I think in a, everyone learns differently. So in addition to writing, probably having some videos that go along with the book so that people have an idea, short videos, like five to 10 minutes, just to have a better idea. Um, some of the questions that I ask, like the one that I always bring up is, you know, tell me about the net, like networking events. What networking events have you gone to? And I'm not saying you should go to networking events, but when you read that question, I hope that you're saying, you know, if you are going to networking events, great. It doesn't have to be online, although I think it's better to be in person. You know, it's, but anyway, that you can meet people. But if you're not, then there's, that's a problem because like I had mentioned, you can go so much further when you're networking. Yeah. So just like, it's like journal prompts like that, you know, to hopefully get you to realize like, well, is that important? And should I be doing it? And, and then what does that look like to you? Like, how do I get involved? Mm-hmm. For the instance of journaling, um, for like the journal question that I just a- asked as far as networking, there's chamber of commerce, there's local businesses. You, I don't know where you live, but there may be, you know, you have to drive a little bit, but there's always some networking events that you can go to always, you know, the businesses have them. And, and now with 
it seems like they're more in person right now, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's funny that you should say that because, um, you know, as you know, most of the conferences have been virtual, and so um, I've done a few of the virtual conferences last year. But then this year, I was lucky enough to go to both the ACOOG and the ACOG conferences, and what a difference that makes. I mean, to actually see people in person and you know be able to communicate with them and have that human physical contact is nothing can replace that. It's just, right. you know, it makes that much, that connection that much more special, right? As Absolutely. Doing it online. So yeah, I agree with you 100%. You know, networking is so, so important to, especially if you have a business and you're trying to grow it and trying to figure out next steps. It's so important to be able to do that. So um, where do you, so you are in New York, so am I. So are you in uh, upstate New York or? Long Island. Oh, Long Island. Okay, yeah, not too far. I'm in Westchester, so that's, yeah, not far at all. So um, in terms of the journal, you talked about focus and fulfillment. Do you think you'll focus on any other topics with your journal? I mean, that's a big topic, both focus and fulfillment. That's huge. Well, it's actually for entrepreneurs, though. Do you know, like, that's yeah. my target market. I, Whenever you're doing something, it really should be niched down. And yeah. I was planning on women, right? Like, Because it's always easier to relate to and, and middle age. But I know I surround myself with entrepreneurs, and I have the Facebook group, so it makes sense. And if those, that's, how do I say this? This is people I surround myself with. So I see the problems that are going on. I see, like, the, I want to do this, but I don't know how to get it done. And you know, I, I hear that over and over again. I just don't have the time for it. Like I want to do it, but I don't have the time for it. It's really just reassessing. And when you do that and you feel like you've been, I hate to use the word productive because as physicians, there's so much of um, productivity, you know, like that's how we're paid and yeah, which is kind of unfortunate only because I feel like, again, it's that right race, go, 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 see as many patients as you can, but is it good care? Not necessarily all, all yeah. the time because if you're feeling rushed, you know, but those are um, like the criteria that they put on productivity. But when you feel like you've reached your goals, that will bring, bring fulfillment. And I think that when you have ideas, but you're not able to do it, it makes it's really discouraging. People get down, you know, so that's the whole idea about the focus and fulfillment. It's not in everything like the, the idea of my business, my little is for the business owners, the people that are go, 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 and kind of feel like they're spinning the wheels and really not being as efficient as perhaps they can. And it really it depends on how you want to run your business. But kind of being, again, reevaluating, is this, are you spending your time in, in the most efficient way? Is this how you want to spend your time? And if you feel like you're spinning your wheels, why is that? Yeah. Yeah. So how about um, some takeaways for our listeners? What do you, what would you suggest if somebody was looking to find um, focus or fulfillment, what would you recommend? What we started with knowing where you're spending your time, really knowing where you're spending your time and really it all comes down to the number one with anything is usually awareness. You need to bring awareness to what you're doing. Right. And so then from there you can decide what can I get rid of? What can I, what do I want to keep? And what are the things that I'm doing that can be kind of batched together? Because usually the human mind does better usually with blocked uh, blocks of time rather than five minutes here, 10 minutes there. It doesn't usually work, but although people can do it. So just kind of looking and batching together, you know, it, it ultimately the whole idea is to save time with what you're doing so that 
you are you have more time for yourself so you're not saying i don't have time i do have time to take a long walk i do have time for self-care and if you're not you can't pour from an empty cup like we know that we're supposed to whether it's exercising, doing some meditation, whether it's journaling in the morning, these are all things that can help you. It's not, it's, I hate to say it's a band-aid because it's been proven to help, but again, you have to get at the root cause. Why do you feel the way that you are? And really work with that first. And then these other ones, like whether it's yoga or exercising, they're all adjuncts, you know, but they're important. And honestly, they, I, I believe they should be scheduled into your day. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, I think um, this has been so great. And I think that, you know, it's so important that you've given us some concrete examples of how to find focus and fulfillment. And you're so right about the finding the time and how we spend it. And, you know, social media is definitely a time suck. Um, those of us on social media, as you are and and I am, I know, I, you know, it ends up being like hours and you're like, wow, that I just wasted <laughs> all right. that time, you know, and... Yeah. I could have done so much uh, more with that time that I had. And so it's, it's important to, you know, assess where you are spending that time, just like what you said, you know, in terms of trying to find focus and fulfillment. And I think your journal, I, I think I'm going to go online and buy that journal. It sounds fantastic. You know, I think that it's, it's important when you write it down, when you actually see how you're spending your time, then you're like, wow, you know, there's a lot more time in the day than I thought there was. And I could be spending it more mindfully. So I would say start off with, although I said before, you know, humans do better with um, blocks of time. There's plenty of, like if you want to do exercise, for instance, because most of us don't exercise as we should. So for those out there, be like, you know, I I need to exercise, but haven't do a five minute workout, YouTube, five minute workouts. They're there. Like how everyone has five minutes Then do 10 minute workouts and do 15 minute workouts just start. The bottom line is you have to start and take action. You know, stop with um, thinking about it. I'm going to start, but actually take the action and just do it. Start off with very small minutes. It's just a five minute walk. It's better than no walk. A 10 minute walk is nice. Just to be outside, walk around, you know, your area. Yeah. Really is, it, I tell you, being, you know, the other, st- <laughs> there was so much we can tell you as physicians, but being outside in nature, um, let me show you. We'll say that. This is what I look out on. I so very important for me to be by a huge window, and I see you are too. Yeah. And to be able to just have nature. I can't be outside working, especially doing a podcast like this, because the sound isn't good. But to have this, like to be able to look at this, is really important. This room was designed to have like floor to ceiling windows for this purpose, so that I could look out and be happy, because I know how much joy that brings me. Yeah. Do the things that make that bring joy to your life. And that could be working by a window if you have the possibility to do that. I have to work, right? So do I want to work all the time? No, but I have to. So I make sure that my time doing it is the most enjoyable that I possibly can make it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so important to find ways to incorporate that focus and fulfillment into your everyday life and work. So that's, that is excellent. Um, So I think that uh, we are done here unless you have um any other pearls you like to talk to us about or i think the intuition go with your intuition however you're feeling work with it if you have these thoughts examine it a little bit more why are you feeling this way and what are you going to do about it as far as making changes and the so many of us just go on and on and we 
put a lot of time into something and we're not 100% happy. We're not, we don't feel fulfilled. So then start being aware of that. Like, why do you feel that way? And pick up a journal, start doing journal prompts or whatever. Perhaps you'll see something there like trends and really the work starts within. It always does. And that's my biggest pearl is the work starts within. So if you're not fulfilled, look into why that is and, and what you can do about it. Honestly, in the end, only you can do something about it. You don't have control over other people. You only have control over yourself and your thoughts and, and what you can do, your actions. Yeah. That was excellent. Thank you so much, Sharon. I appreciate it. And thanks for your time. I think those were very important words and things to live by. So I really appreciate it. Seda, thank um, you so much. Dr. Thank you. So, so well, I'm done here. And um, this was uh, a talk with Dr. Sharon McLaughlin. And, um, and thank you so much to everyone that joined us today on talking about focus and fulfillment. And until next time, this is the Muslim Sex Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to schedule a one-on-one -on -one coaching with Dr. Lodi, please visit drsadaf.com. And until next time, this is the Muslim Sex Podcast.